My name is Olivier and this is the Do Happy Work podcast. Do you ever feel like your life is like an amplifier where the volume knob goes all the way up to 10 or 11, but it's stuck at four or five at most? Like, you know, there is more that is possible that you could crank up the volume, but somehow you either don't dare or you don't know how. And the reason for this is quite obvious. Nobody ever teaches us to be loud. Nobody ever teaches us how to crank up the volume, how to turn up the heat, because commonly it is much more comfortable for our parents, for our teachers, for even for our friends to know that we are all agreeing at a lower temperature, at a lower volume. But nevertheless, our heart opposes that view. Something inside of us does not agree with the fact that our life should be quiet and, and pleasant or even just okay. And, and at some point, that urge becomes so loud that it shows itself, it manifests itself in that nagging sensation that something's got to give. And that's when life presents us with an opportunity. Sadly, because again of lack of teachers and guidance, we don't really know behind which door we should look. Or we don't even know that there is more than one door. We think the only door we can look behind is the one of what and how. What can we do? How can we do things better? How could we evolve? How could we change things so they are still comfortable, but different? And I'm here to tell you that that door, that door that you've probably taken many, many times before, is not the door that your heart wants you to take once it realizes that you're done with it. You're done with waiting around. You're done with playing a smaller game than what is possible for you. You're, you're done with just keeping yourself down. And that door is the door of why. It's not about how can we do a better job and what could we do different? What, what other job is there or what other business is there that we could found? What, what other things are there that we could explore? Because what and how is the perspective of the outside. What and how is what you ask when you know the inside and now you look outside and you ask yourself, okay, where am I going? What am I going to do? How am I going to do things? But why? Questions a much bigger thing. And that's what your heart wants you to do. That's where your heart wants to look. It wants you to look inside. I know that there has been this, you know, tendency, this fashion as of maybe the last 10 years, 10, 12 years, where a lot of entrepreneurs have introduced why into the business, where people have started to ask why questions. Why am I doing this? Why is that the case? But we always fail to look deep enough. For one, again, because we don't know how. But for another, and the more obvious reason, because it's uncomfortable. To look within forces you to actually look at yourself. And with it, at all the shortcomings there are, all the things that you maybe missed, all the things that you're not proud of about yourself, all the things that maybe make you insecure, all the things, all the baggage, everything that you have brought along and stowed away, but still brought along, like a backpack that you try not to look inside, but you know it's there. 
So you keep amassing things by asking what and how and what and how and who and where and when. But when you ask why, you stop and you put down the backpack and you open the latch and you look inside. I know, of course, it is very uncomfortable what we see in there. It's, it's frightening sometimes even because, of course, we have to face the demons of the past if we do that because all the things that we allow to sit on our shoulders, to weigh us down, they slow us down. They slow us down to the point where we're not capable of actually writing our own story. But at the same time, they also, through trauma and conditioning, they change who we are. And when I say that they change you, I actually literally mean they change you. Because consider the incredible concept of identity. Who are you? If you only go out there and ask questions of what and how, what can I do differently? How can I do things differently? What does that say about who you are? Nothing at all. It just tells you about things that you do and how you do them. But who we are is connected to our cause, to our nature to the very thing that beats inside of us, that wants to get out. There is a piece of information that is unique to you, which I call your truth, your nature, the core, the source of your potential, which gives rise to your why, which gives rise to the answer to the why. And when you're capable of answering that one question, then what and how naturally follows. That is a very, very scary endeavor. Because as it comes to us human beings who are educated into a system, into a social system, who work a job, who then, you know, kind of get married to our jobs and then climb the career ladder, we have two options. Option one is the one of safety. It's the one of the waiting room, I call it, or the volume not set to four or five. But option two, that's the one of thriving. That's the one where your being expands according to the potential that's inside of you and that's being released, that's being set free. You cannot engage on both paths at the same time. You have to choose. You have to make up your mind. You literally have to make up your mind. You're either going to reside in the waiting room of comfort, which is the one where you keep asking yourself about better ways of doing things, right? The what and the hows and the who. You socialize, you find more networking events, you, you build a new business, you change something about your business, you adapt your business to current times, you find a new product. You know, what and how. Who, who you find. You find new connections, you find new people that bring a breath of fresh air into your business, into your job, into your relationship, what have you. But nothing really changes until you actually understand why should you get up in the morning at all? Why should you even move a little finger? Why should you engage on your own path? And this is so crucial because the differentiation between those two kinds of questions bear a completely different life path. Life path one, what and how? The one of the waiting room. And I literally mean waiting room. Like picture the waiting room at a doctor's office where you sit and wait for you to be called into the doctor's office. 
where you kind of wait for God to call you, for success to call you, for the lottery ticket to call you. That is the life for most people. And that reality, the one of waiting, that one does not allow you to tap into your own story. It actually forces you to relive the story that has been relived before you, the story that already exists. It's like revisiting an old episode of an old show, but now just with new characters. That is what most of our professional lives have come to be. We want to be a lawyer, maybe like our dad or like an idol or someone that we really look up to, or because we know that they make good money, or maybe because it seems to be a safe way. But those safe decisions are the problem. They keep us in the waiting room because the waiting room is safe. The waiting room is a place of comfort. It's a place of false comfort, but nevertheless, comfort. It feels like you are protected. You know where you're going. You are not inviting disaster. But I speak from experience when I say that nothing in nature, nothing out there in nature, not a tree, not a plant, not an animal, Not a bacteria is going the safe way. Nobody chooses the safe route. Everybody chooses chooses the route that their nature forces them to do so. Sadly, we human beings actually have a choice. We actually have a choice, and that is probably the extent of our free will. We have a choice when it comes to the nature we want to observe, we want to pursue our own, or the one that is being lived by the world that we adopt, acquire, and then make our own. And that choice is dramatic. The choice is dramatic. The waiting room is just one picture I can give you. There there are many, many more. I know that for some people, they consider their work reality to be nothing short of a purgatory, a, a version of hell on earth. And that's because they have lost the ability to connect with the why. They have lost the sense of asking the big uncomfortable question. They cannot see the big red door. The big red door that is on the other side of the waiting room. The the door that we feel attracted to. The door that our heart calls us to look behind. But that's the door of mysteries. The door of the unknown. If you resort to asking what and how questions because you have resorted to a safe way of looking at life, a safe way of looking at work, you will never cross that door. You will never look behind that door because that door stands for everything you learned to reject. Risk, risk you cannot calculate, risk that is unknown. But here's the very strange, ironic thing about writing your own story, living your own life. For one, it is the very definition of life itself. We all know, and we all say it, life is change. The only constant thing about life is change. And yet, we resist change by not going through the door, by staying put, by being comfortable in a a cushy seat in the waiting room of our life, with the volume knob stuck at four. What if we could raise the volume up to 10 or even 11? What if we could live a loud life? What if we could do work that is loud and bold and wild? What if 
we could actually fall into our own wild truth and be the wild being that we were born to be. Why would we resist that? I mean, just take a moment to think about that. You are born a wild, screaming being. You came out of your mother and you were screaming. You were covered in goo. You were full of life. You were explosive in nature. And then all of that went away. And now you find yourself suit and tie, perfectly combed hair, shiny skin, upright position, magazine in hand, sitting on that seat in the waiting room of life, waiting for life to be over, waiting for retirement to hit, waiting for the big win, the big promotion, for the big revelation. We have to tell it's not going to happen. And even if it happens, it will not matter because you did not ask the big question, because you did not go for the wild self. You went for the tame self. Nothing in nature wants to be tame. Nothing wants to live behind bars. Nothing wants to live in a terrarium, in an aquarium. But you probably chose to live that way. And because you chose to live that way, because you allowed for the conditioning of your upbringing, your education, to take away the wild nature in you, your work, the expression of that which you hold close, that which you think is true, is also tame. So, of course, you will do tame work. And, of course, you will build tame businesses. But what is a world full of tame people and tame businesses and tame jobs? It's lame. It's boring. It's everything stuck at average. Average temperature, average volume, average flavor. Everything is average. And we're all guilty of it. All of us who have failed our wild nature. Because living your own life, falling for your own nature, it means to actually embrace your wildness. It means to go through the big red door and fall into the darkness, not knowing but trusting. That's what it takes. That's what thriving takes. You, who have constantly gone out there looking for a better job, building another business, finding more money, finding happiness and love and success or whatever, what have you, through the what and how questioning. You have done so because you're terrified. And why are you terrified? Because inside of you, you have nurtured this idea that life is scarce, that life is dangerous. And someone who thinks that life is dangerous, someone who nurtures a scarcity mindset, will not risk anything that is truly valuable. Nothing of real value will be risked. But life is all about risking your own life to be a life. And work should be the reflection of that attitude. Next time you ask yourself, because you're facing a big decision, observe yourself. Are you quick at giving in to your tame nature and preserve what you have and move forward in a preservative manner? Or are you actually ballsy enough to say, that's it, I quit. I want to know. I want to go. The difference is light and day. But I have to tell you, of course, it's scary. In its own nature, being alive and living your wildness is scary because 
nobody has lived your life before. It's dark out there. It's dark behind that door. It's not as bright as in the waiting room of your life, your current life. It's dark. It's a forest. It's full of weird sounds, full of wild creatures like yourself. It's moist. It's damp. Sometimes it's loud. Sometimes it's dead quiet. But as you go there and uncover your truth, tap into your potential and feel truly alive, you are writing your story. You are creating your path. And as you're creating your path, you're turning up the volume of your life. And with it, the volume of the expression of your life, which is your work. That's the only way to do it. I'm sorry to say there is no other way to feel like you're not missing out on anything that was given to you by any entity that you believe in. You have to face the darkness. You have to face the big why question. And it all begins in your mind. It all begins in the place inside with the gaze shifting inward. You will not find an answer to your happiness out there in the world. You can travel the world 16 times for what it's worth. You can visit the most remote cultures. You can eat the most exotic food. This is great in terms of experiences, but it has nothing to do with your wildness. You can find your wildness in the comfort of your living room, as ironic as it sounds. You can do the most uncomfortable thing in the comfort of your home by recreating awareness of the self and falling into yourself and going into your mind and reconnect with abundance. Now, there are a lot of exercises that help you do that. And I don't have the time or space to do it here, but I really encourage you to reconnect with a mindfulness routine that nurtures your sense of desire to thrive rather than safety. Become a risky being again and Nurture also that appetite for being wild, the appetite for being loud, the appetite for screaming through your life, not just sleeping through it. <laughs>